Hey, good Friday afternoon. It's a great day to be alive. Man, I am so thankful that I am speaking to you today. It is officially January 7th, which is my mom's birthday. So happy birthday. Shout out to Mamo. Um, I should know. Let's see. 19. Well, you know what? It's not important. My mom uh, looks amazing. And I am very blessed to have such a wonderful mom uh, that, that did an amazing job raising me. Uh, in spite of many challenges that she faced, uh, she persevered and showed me the importance of a work ethic and stick to itiveness. So uh, if you know my mom, Debbie Hunnell, please send her a message or a shout out whenever you're getting this and uh, wish her a happy birthday. The number doesn't matter. It's not important. Hey, uh, so it's been a minute, right? You, in case you've been wondering what's been going on at Enid Auto Body or the uh, life and times of Ken Hunnell, I'll just say December was rough. So at the very beginning of December, my family and I went to um, the Big 12 championship game. Very excited about that. My wife is a huge Oklahoma State Cowboy fan. So we try to go to things, um, as many things as we can. She has never had until December, early December, had never been to the uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas. So we decided that we would go to the Big 12 Championship game. And because it's also uh, home of the Dallas Mavericks, we thought it would be cool to be able to say we went to a, um, uh, you know, a, a national, not a national, a, a conference championship game, football game and an NBA game in the same day. So pretty cool experience. Um, what happened, uh, we did do that. Uh, the Cowboys lost in a nail biter. Uh, what a great game to be at. Would have been even better had they won, uh, but basically, uh, you know, inches short of winning that football game. And then uh, went to the Mavericks game. And uh, honestly, I can't, remember who they played it ha it's not the um shoot anyway uh it, it it was a great experience not a not a certainly not a sold out game and the mavericks are struggling but uh oh it ended up being a great game like they all um almost came they they like tied it with hardly any time left and then uh um ended up losing but uh great game so like uh it both games are great really really fun experience However, on Friday night, I started to get, um, we drove down. So my son had a basketball game on Friday. He scored more, he scored 16, I think 17 points in the game on, in his, in his game on Friday night, which is more points in one game than he scored his entire middle school career. Uh, so pretty, just pumped and proud of him and his growth um, as a basketball player. He's had a, had a focus on that this year. Um, 
I, I really wanted him to wrestle, to wrestle, if I'm completely honest, but uh, he's his own person, and uh, I know he'd have success at wrestling, but he's he's staying focused on basketball. I've been putting in some extra effort, and I'm extremely proud of him and his, uh, his growth in basketball. So he had a great game. Um, so I, I went to work that Friday morning, and then went, uh, so I left, you know, I leave, I leave my house and, uh, typically I get up at, when I'm home, when I'm in, uh, when I'm in, in Kansas, I get up at 3.52 in the morning and then I, I leave the, I typically leave my house by 4.30 in the morning. I, obviously I don't need to repeat that. That's very redundant. From the department of the redundancy department, I get up at 3.52 a.m. and leave the house at 4.30 a.m. Both of those are in the morning. Um, get to the shop normally about 6.30, 6.45, kind of depending on what exactly what time I get out of the house. But so that Friday, left Halstead at 4.30, uh, went to Enid, went back to, um, back to Halstead or Sedgwick, Kansas is where his game was, which is uh, just like five miles away from Halstead. Went to Sedgwick, Kansas for my son's game that was, I believe it's 6 p.m. Honestly, uh, this has been over a month ago, uh, very beginning of December. And then uh, we left from that game to head to Dallas. So we headed to Dallas um, and about 10 o'clock or so, I was running out of gas and uh, because I'd already driven four and a half, five hours uh, well, and I drove, I, I left, uh, I drove, yeah, so I, I'd driven about, yeah, five and a half, six, maybe six hours by then. So I was running out of steam. And um, once I started to get tired, I, I just got to, I got to stop driving. Uh, I've, I've slept in gas stations and wherever else just because I, I just, once I started to doze off, it's, it, it's, I have to turn the air conditioner on, make it cold, make myself completely uncomfortable so that I don't fall asleep at the wheel. Anyway, so I, uh, my wife uh, did an amazing job driving us back, driving us to downtown Dallas. We got there about 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. So that, that, was a, that was a day. That's what you call maximizing the day. So we got to Dallas. We stayed downtown so that we could walk to the NBA game that was going to happen on Saturday night. Um, I slept in the car in, in my wife's uh, vehicle for a while. And when I got, like, as we got into the hotel, or yeah, and, and got into bed, I was feeling a little achy. And it was like, I, I, like, uh, I just thought, what I thought I had done was, first of all, I ran a race uh, at my son's basketball game with my, uh, with my, my, uh, with my son's niece and um i won of course but uh anyway i ran a race and lost or no no no, i won the race sorry i won the race but uh i, I was gassed it was up and down the court and i'm i haven't been the most uh, fit guy lately and i won the race and then I went to, um, then, then had, got tired. So had to sleep in the, uh, took a, took a nap in the car. And when I 
got to the when we got to the hotel, I was just kind of achy and sore. I thought, man, I'm I'm I, I'm that out of shape that running up and down the court has made me sore. I didn't sleep very well at all. Like I was waking up just every hour and just kind of aching. Like, man, what's going on? And just not feeling good. And then、uh, we went to the the, the the football game, and I felt okay, not great.、Uh, as the day went on, I kind of started feeling a little bit more sore and achy. And I thought, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I,、uh, I, I'm just that out of shape, and this is miserable. Um. Got back to the hotel again about I think it was eleven maybe it was it was eleven ish I, I honestly like I said I can't remember but get back to the hotel Saturday night after the、uh, Dallas Ma- Mavericks game and、um, back to sleep and I'm waking up every hour I'm much more achy and now I'm starting to have these、uh, COVID concerns. I'm looking at the list, and I'm thinking, I, I, I'm checking off symptoms, and really, like, uh-oh, this isn't looking good. So, we drove home on Sunday, which was the original in- intent.、Uh, I wasn't hungry at all. I had no appetite. I was not. I was struggling. And we tried to stop at Walgreens in Oklahoma to get a、uh, COVID test. And, Uh, they were. We waited in line forever, and then they basically said they didn't do it there. We went to CVS. They didn't do it. So anyway, heading on home. Basically, all I'm, what what I'm after is a positive test. No, no, no.、Uh, I guess technically a negative COVID test, so I can go to work. Because I'm just thinking I can't. I can't miss work. And.、Uh, Not not doing good. Not not feeling good. Got we got home Sunday evening about seven o'clock, and I'm I'm gassed. I'm worn out. I'm beat. I'm achy.、Uh, I'm I'm feeling all. I'm showing all the COVID signs and checking off symptoms, right and left. And、um, so I decide I'm going to call in.、Uh, Monday morning, so I decided to go take a COVID test on Monday morning. I go take a COVID test, and I got I had COVID. And then it,、um, let's see, Tuesday. So the the Tuesday I was supposed to, I was already intending to work from home. That no, actually I was going to work from home. That I was already. Gosh, I don't know. It's been long enough ago. I was already so. No, it's Monday. I was already intending to work from home that Monday, anyway, because I had a, I was going to have a Zoom meeting, and I really wasn't feeling that bad on Monday. I I was I was worn out, but I I thought if I don't have COVID, I'll, I'll be fine to go to work, and、um, they ended up canceling that Zoom meeting. So then, got my test back.、Um, That afternoon, and、uh, I had COVID. So I knew I could. I had 10 days from when I first saw, started seeing signs, and then、uh, it, it just started coming on, like、uh, just extremely tired and doing mundane tasks.、Uh, any of that stuff were just 
not, not, not good. Uh, really tired, really lethargic. Just wanted to stare at the TV, just let, laid on the couch. Um, not eating, not like, like just bad stuff. Um, finally go back to work 10 days later on a, that's a Tuesday. Yeah. So the 10th day was a Monday. So I go back to work on Tuesday and, um, like then this is when I realized how bad that stuff was. Like I, I was just completely worn out and still in a fog and I was in a fog for it took about three or four days after my 10 days to really start feeling better physically but mentally I was in a bad place like just unfocused and um, honestly didn't care didn't care about uh, the shop, my team, um, it, any like, oh gosh, it, it was scary, and and it was so the that was the part that made me the like bothered me the most. First of all, I, I rarely ever get sick, so to be that sick where I'm just like I can't I I, I can't. I can't do any, I, I'm just, I'm okay to sit here and stare at the TV. It, that That's like, it, it was weird. Well, so then once I, I thought, well, once I can go to work, I'll be, I'll, I'll come right back to it, right? And I kind of had to go back. I, I thought I was going to be able to ease back into it. When I got back to work, I had a guy that was uh, writing, that writes, that does our blueprints and the shop was out. So I had to fill his role kind of right back into the like full blown right back into it uh, where I thought I was going to be able to ease into it. Um, and then later that week, so I'd hired, uh, I'd hired, we'd hired a new guy uh, that was supposed to come on. That was, uh, had been a former technician and said he'd written some estimates, um, liked the guy, seemed to be a decent guy. thought he was going to work out pretty well. Um, but we were training him. We were waiting to train him. We kind of hired him. I interviewed him right before I got COVID, and then while I was out, uh, Brittany kind of picked it up and talked with him again, and we both felt confident that he was going to be a good fit, and so we hired him. Didn't want him to start till I was there, so uh, he didn't start till that first day. Well, then I thought I was going to be able to work with him, and I ended up needing to be in the back of the shop, so we kind of we had him up front. Um, our girl, our uh, lady that we had doing the audits and um, writing estimates. We had talked with her because she was she was kind of struggling in the in the position that we had her in. So we're looking at making the transition uh, with her as a repair consultant and our experienced body technician as an auditor. And really thought we had a, had a good plan. Um, and then uh, you know and and as expected when I've been gone out of the shop for a while, things kind of get a little frayed and uh, and and we kind of it it. It takes a toll on the, um, the sh- just some things. I'm 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 a maniac uh, about organization and planning and systems and processes and, and just being prepared and communication. And so uh, I, I I 
don't want to sound like I'm blowing smoke up my own butt here, but I'm blowing smoke up my own butt here by saying I, I know how to run a shop. Um, I'm good at it and I understand it. And I guess that's why it fit when I got into this industry because it just a lot of these things made sense. And as I've gotten better at it, um, I know how to get her done. So anyway, when I'm not there, there are certain things that kind of slip through. So, um, and I, and I knew that that was going to happen and I was really trying to be careful as I came back that I wouldn't, um, you know, they, they hit, they ran the shop while I was gone. I can't come back and just crap on everything when I come back, but I also need to be able to communicate that we have, there's opportunities for improvement. And so, um, I, I thought I was doing a good job at trying to communicate that. Uh, I'm not sure if I was or wasn't, honestly, uh, I was not in a great place mentally due to the COVID, just the, what, what it had done to me, um, emotionally and mentally, um, to come back into that. I wasn't prepared to, I just, I wasn't prepared for what I was going to be, who, who I became and, and how bad I felt mentally. It was, it was, I I can't describe, I don't know how to describe it in a way to just make sense without it was it it's weird and I feel like one of my advantages is my mental edge my my um, intelligence of the collision repair industry my understanding of production management my just the parts and different things like that and so come back in this fog and then kind and be a little frustrated with the way some of the way that things were mismanaged um i was trying to be very positive as i came back and i may have that's trying first of all is powerless and so i it didn't i don't know i ruffled a few feathers but um i know i'd upset Brittany a little bit um, and then, um, the lady that we had in the front, uh, I had talked, I had started to notice that there were some things that she was handling while I was gone that weren't handled at all. Uh, and weren't handled very, what was handled wasn't handled very well. So, um, I had mentioned some of those things and I was getting some pushback that I hadn't gotten before. And so the Friday, so the, the third, I came back on a Tuesday and on the, that Friday, uh, my new guy, uh, decided he called me at 7am that morning. My, my, uh, Corey is one of our key guys up front, really doing an amazing job at the front desk. Uh, Corey had, uh, was on vacation on a cruise. We had decided to let a, our repair consultant go because he was, he was struggling. 
and we had decided as a group even though Corey was getting ready to be gone on vacation that we would let we would let this person go because he just wasn't bringing anything to the team so we knew we were going to be a down a person well basically two people with the with vacation and so on friday as i'm start what i'm doing when i get back uh to work is i'm i stayed because i'd been out so long i knew i was going to want to be down there every day that i could instead of my normal schedule and so when i um when i got my um when i got back then that friday i had um my new guy decided he didn't want to do it anymore so i talked with him on the phone for about 20 minutes talked with him for about 20 minutes and then he um just didn't think it was a good fit and I didn't even have him we never even really had him in the role that he was hired to do and he uh, left so you know that says something about him and then I get off the phone with him and I get a text message from our our uh, person that had support um no that had previous body shop small body shop experience and she sent a text saying she didn't want to do this anymore and wasn't coming in either so i'd been back at that point i'd been back 3 days and i had um two people quit and i didn't and my other support person up front brittany works from home on fridays uh it was her anniversary weekend she was headed out of town uh she wouldn't have come i wouldn't have asked her to come down anyway that wasn't an option i just added that. So normally we have we always have 3 people and we uh on certain days there's four people in our office admin team and we had me. So we were essentially down two well three people um and I I'm just like Huh. It was a gut punch. So I've been sick with COVID, which is bad stuff. I'm mentally not all there. Uh very I was very couldn't focus, didn't know what I needed to be doing, and now um it's all on me. So you combine all that and being in a weird emotional state, it it sent me into a i i wouldn't say a deep depression but it i i was headed or I, i could easily see for the first time in my life i could easily see how people could get into a deep depression especially coming out of uh a sickness or uh, some some life changing event or something like that i was uh i was praying like deep like heavy prayers of god please fix this please fix me please fix my mind please help me w- with my focus please help me with just just help me get get let me get through this um i i do positive affirmations every morning 
So I was, I was saying my affirmations. I was trying to do everything I possibly could to bust through it because it was, it was, I was headed for, I, I don't know, I may have been partially depressed or maybe I was depressed. I don't know, but I, I was headed. It was, I, I could have easily just, um, like I, I just was in such a messed up place. It's so scary. And then with the things that had happened, it, it I just wanted to go home. <laughs> I just wanted to go home and sat on my couch and watch TV. And it was weird. And the next week it can, it, it kind of continued. So I thought, well, okay, we're going to get some of my guys back. I'm going to feel better. Um, I just need another weekend and I'm going to get better. And the next week was the same. And again, because I had been out and we were down a person, I worked all that next week trying to remember it might make honestly have to think about it I'm pretty sure I worked all that next week and it was the same and I ex and because the lady that we had doing the audits and she was struggling it wasn't a good fit I I also was really replaying that situation in my mind and what I could have done differently um, and I, 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 she claimed she did have body shop experience, but small body shops operate so differently than high production, high volume shops. And people just don't understand the difference to how to really run a efficient and profitable shop. It, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of attention to detail and you have to care about what you're doing. And as I looked, we were, so I had to go back where I was migrating out of the day today into more, um, uh, getting mar ready to get marketing going and just ramp up uh, our my relationships with adjusters and. Uh, agents and things in there as I was preparing for that then I just got sidelined for 10 days and then for two weeks was in a deep fog and depression and also trying to replay what I couldn't do differently because although she was struggling in the role that we had her and she was a good person and she wanted to do well and we were preparing to shift her into a role that we felt like would fit her better. And we told her that it wasn't a, that wasn't a surprise. So, um, you know, it says something about a person that's willing to just walk out. Uh, it says something about a person that's willing to walk out when they already know you're down people. Um, it, as she's been gone a while now, it's more and more evident how much she was struggling and not communicating her struggles and not uh, conveying when she needed help or 
Um, so, so there's, but, oh, and I also recognize that we could have done better, that, that, that we failed her. Um, I handed it off prematurely and, um, people don't want to tell you when they mess up or when they screw up or when they're maybe made a real mess. And then when you find it, you figure out their character. I want it to be right, so I guess I've never had a problem asking for clarity or asking how to make sure that things are the way that they need to be because I always wanted it to be right, so I would ask a lot of questions. I feel like people that don't ask a lot of questions, that's an indication that they don't understand but they don't want to let you know that they don't understand, which is is scary. So there's your tip. Um, if you've got someone that claims to know what they're doing and you're starting to see signs that they don't know what they're doing, but they're not asking questions, uh, you, you better be on high alert because they're, they're, they're screwing stuff up and they're not telling you. And you're, you're only going to find it uh, with the pain of either they leave and leave lots and lots of hot messes all over the place or you find it and then you establish what type of person they are and some people are just going to run from it and um, that would seem to be what happened in this situation so anyway um, the good news is we finished I, I haven't I need to look at the numbers I haven't just haven't had a chance to uh, as I'm back in the day today, I haven't had an opportunity to be able to get um, look and see where we finished up our, our sales, our month uh, sales in December. However, what I do know is what is unbelievable, which is that our sales at Enid Auto Body went up 40% from 2000. Uh, let's see, when I bought the shop in 2020 we grew 40% from what the shop had done for the six years prior. 40% growth in COVID is incredible. What is even more incredible is what we did last year in 2021 where we, we doubled. We doubled, we over more than doubled our sales from 2020 to 2021, we doubled our sales. That's unreal. There are very, very few businesses that do that. And I would say that there are, I, I, I can't imagine how many service businesses do that type of, can, can, withstand that type of growth and are able to accomplish that and we did that with um, really a complete overhaul of our production team and lots of trial and error in our admin team we started the year with um, we, we've had we had uh, three different people we finally have a really good fit in our damage analysis or our blueprint depending on how you say it same thing 
We've, we had three different people there. We had uh, we had one really bad person there for a very short period of time, and then we had um, and now we've got a really good guy there that's really doing a nice job. We always had uh, James, our parts guy, that's uh, that's been that's helped there and been just been very very flexible and coachable, and um, so we we did have some good consistency there with the people around them, so that helped. Um, and then up front, uh, in the admin side of it, uh, we took a little while to, we, we tried a few people up there. We had a few people up at the very, at the front desk for a while in the CSR role. We've solidified that. Uh, Corey has been, just been doing a phenomenal job there, really, really just owning that role and doing an amazing job there. Uh, and then in our sales role or our repair consultant role, we've had um, see, I know we had two, we might have had three people there, maybe just two. Uh, we really just knew we needed to add someone there. I think we didn't decide to add someone until this summer there. We were tr we were we thought we could handle it. Brittany and I, and it just became too much. So we um, decided to add that position. So with all that, uh, and we're still figuring that out, uh, we do a disc evaluation, which is a, a, a assessment, a, a kind of a person, I don't think it's all personality, but it's a, it's a personality assessment, a very in-depth assessment. So on any, any of our admin applicants, we should do, we do them, um, sometimes we do them on, um, on production people, or, but we don't always do it on production people, but we haven't done it a lot on production people lately just because we've been, um, a lot of our production team that we overhauled has been referrals uh, from current employees, so we've really hit some home runs with some of our, with our production team. And, and who we've got in there. But uh, admin-wise, we're still running ads, reaching out, and um, try, doing our best to train our own. Um, and it's, I, we now have, I, I believe we now have a really good uh, admin person. We're getting ready to move James up to the front on the repair consultant role. And then uh, we just hired someone this week that uh, I think is going to be very good at that uh, next level, um, uh, but we're a few days in, and uh, I don't want to get too hot or too cold. So we we doubled, we grew over a hundred percent from 2020 to 2021, and I couldn't be more proud of our team. I couldn't be more excited where we're where we're headed, and I finally mentally, physically feel a hundred percent again. And, uh, it's amazing. Oh, it was, I, it, I don't, if you, I, 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 I was, I wasn't going to stay in that state. Um, one other thing that I did is I reached out to my mentor and I told him where I was, I was just honest and open with him. And I told him where I was at. Uh, and he's, he's just like, okay, he he helped me. Ha you got to have people in your corner that are that you can uh, trust and rely on, and ha just 
that are that are in your corner. So I called him and I just just basically told him the truth. Said, man, I'm struggling and I don't. I, I just and so he helped me with what what to say, what to do, what not to say, what not to do, what to be careful with. And he knew that uh, I was in this bad place uh, due to the COVID fog and hangover and uh, he just just helped me through it and uh, if I didn't have Larry first of all I know I wouldn't have had the growth that I had last year uh, a huge shout out to Larry Baker my mentor for just just helping me getting me there getting me through this helping me to understand that you got to hire people to grow your business you gotta you gotta pay whatever you gotta pay to get get cars done and uh, how important momentum is so uh, just very thankful for that. And then as I was in this place, like just so thankful that I had him to help me through that. And I'll say if you're struggling with that, I don't, you're, you likely aren't listening to this podcast. But if you know of somebody that's struggling with that, I, I would say help, help them or offer them to get some help or talk to someone. I was, if, if it continued for much longer, I would have set up accounts. I would have went and talked to a counselor, uh, whether that's a um, performance psychologist like my pastor uh, goes to or a whatever. I, I would have reached out to anybody because I did not like where I was at and I was struggling to get out of it myself. And I would, and I had the awareness that I needed to get some help. And so, so thankful that I was able to just be real with my mentor and not have to try to put on a face. Uh, also very thankful that my team, my, my uh, production team was supportive of me. And, and I was honest with them and just said, hey, I, I'm struggling right now. I'm, I'm struggling mentally. I'm it's COVID, it's temporary, I'll get through it. And please be patient with me, please understand where I'm at, please understand what I'm dealing with, and give me a little bit and I'll, I'll get it. And uh, very fortunate that, that they supported me, and very fortunate that now, the 7th of January, I, I finally feel 100%. This week's been a great week, uh, getting through the holidays, getting, getting back to a normal schedule, and uh, I had some, we had some pending projects going at the shop. So getting those done, also some of those that were very dependent upon me. So getting those done, getting those where they needed to be, all those things were, were kind of wearing, wearing me out. And so um, now, man, I'm just fired up for 2022. We've got big goals to grow again. Um, we, we slow, we, we basically didn't bring any cars in over the last two weeks of the year. So we kind of tightened up our, our cars on site had just ballooned up to about 50 and we couldn't really couldn't get it below 50. And then, um, we got it down to like low twenties and our guys are cranking. We're doing well. Now we're, it's climbed back up. Now we're, we've just got, we're just so blessed to have all these cars and all these customers that want to use us um it's amazing 
And the challenge as we go into 2022 is how do we, we, we know we can grow, how do we grow within the confines that we're in and then, and, and what's next from, uh, I believe we, we could easily use or have another location. I believe we could, uh, we can, we can, and will do some amazing things in 2022. We've got a great team. We've got some equipment stuff. We're still kind of dealing with, I guess, but we we're just, I, I just, I'm so thankful that I have a great team around me. I'm so thankful that I have, uh, key people in the right roles and I'm looking forward to where we're headed in 2022. I thank you for listening. I thank you for being patient with my erratic schedule. And uh, man, if you uh, if you like this podcast, let me know. Give me a give me a jingle, and uh, or, or send me a text, or go to kenhunnell.com and send a message, or send a message through Facebook. Of course, rate and review and share. But uh, man, it, it it's truly amazing how important it is to be in control of your mind and control your thoughts and check the conversation that you're having with yourself because I I was having some bad ones this fall and then I had that refresher and then this COVID stuff just like took it away from me and I felt bad and robbed and now I'm thankful that I have those tools and I was able to get through that so I don't know I don't you know I didn't fully understand COVID or realize the depths of it, but I now know two people personally that have died from it. I, it, it's, it's bad stuff and you've got to protect yourself and be careful. And if you start to feel it, man, you, you've got to get, you've got to keep an eye on it because it, it's bad. And, um, just want to uh, just just blown away at um, what it did to me, and I, I feel robbed for what I lost in the month of December because of COVID and because of my fog. And but I'm I'm thankful that I'm alive. I'm thankful that I have our uh, our Lord and Savior to get me through it. I'm thankful that I can talk to Him and have that relationship with Him, where He'll give me grace and peace and if I need a break I can ask for some help to just give me some quiet for a little while or whatever the case may be and I'm thankful that I have a great support team around me my wife has been unbelievable my in-laws are amazing as far as letting me stay there and just I was going on I was leaving the shop at 6 30 and going home and going to bed at seven o'clock at night It, it was just nuts so just so thankful to have so many people around me and uh just man stoked for 2022 so what are your goals what are you after what are you doing what are you, how are you challenging yourself how are you it, you know what resolutions are crap they're crap they're crap just i just i like the first of the year as an opportunity to look back and refresh and then set goals for how I'm going to get better, what I'm going to do better, how, how I'm going to improve as a person, as a dad, as a husband, as a shop owner, as a leader. And I remember it wasn't that long ago 
that I knew I needed to make some changes in my life. And fortunately, at the beginning of the year, I was able to, I, I, I set those goals and I had those conversations with myself and, and then um, acted on it. So I challenge you to do the same. If I can be of any help to you in any way, please reach out. Have a great, uh, have a great evening. Have a great weekend. Not sure when you listen to this, but man, I, I love you. Let's go get it. Thank you.